This is John. This is Trav. And we have an announced couple of announcements. We'll be at Origins booth 222 about the Dead Center. And uh, we're going to be releasing a new RPG supplement that didn't exist two weeks ago called Heradicator. And it's entitled The Machines Are Alive and Humanity is the Target. Science fiction role playing in the in the machine apocalypse. Hmm. We're not okay. sure quite where it came from, but it was there, and suddenly thirty pages of it are almost finished. So this is something you're writing. Something I it just it prepped out. We don't know why. We're supposed to have portals uh, four finished. The art still isn't done, and uh, then this thing just kind of crept out by accident. The advisor on the project is one of the greatest robotics programmers in the country. Oh. And uh, the cover is beautiful. It's a burning buildings in a robotic arm reaching into the sky. And uh, so it looks good. It's both serious and a, and a touch of odd. And uh, it will be available at Origins. And then we may actually, we're also going to use it as a a, if anybody reads the TriTac website and gets the special word, if they walk up to the booth, they get a copy of it. There is a very strong possibility we may actually have this in book form at Origins. We may run 25 or 30 of them. Okay. Hmm. Okay. So it's both role-playing and miniatures. And uh, it, it looks... I, I, I love the cover, and we haven't posted anything on it yet. But uh, and we had to come up with something. Every every robo title and apocalypse title, our machine and robot title, all of it's been used. And then we said, okay, uh, human eradicators. Wait a minute, H U R A D I C A T O R, eradicator. So basically, humans need to survive, and it also can be used with Frenchworthy. Can't everything? Okay. <laughs> of course, is the is the Uber game that comprises every other game that has ever existed and ever will exist. Which is why it becomes part of every one of our campaigns, no matter what we're playing or where we're playing. Yep. Yep. Sure. And we also are, are putting out usually in our the TriTac Gumball Bank and stuff that we have on our table. Now every one of the capsules has a gamer's fortune in it. Which means, like, a fortune that says, I didn't do that. Mm. Or, roll again. Or something like that. And if the GM accepts it, 
he can go to the TriTac website and download something for himself. Nice. Oh, wow. Okay. So we're, we've been kind of busy and kind of weird, and uh, so things things are moving along. Very good. All right. Portals, portals 4 next. And if it's okay with, uh, with you, Blix, uh, we can stick a JKM on the back of one of the pickup trucks that the Chamon are hanging off. <laughs> awesome. Uh, yeah, let's do it. So... That's good. All right. As long as I have permission to do that, we'll do it. <laughs> yeah, no problem. You know what? I'm, I'm now going to have to make this JKM up. He's going to be like a, a James Bond of the Tremelin. I'm going to make him one of the ones that isn't super nice. Like he isn't like, you know, because the Tremelin, at least as far as we've always seen in our campaigns, Tremelin's always painted as these uh, benevolent, you know, cutesy kind of guys. He, he's going to be an agent. He's going to be the J.P. Withers of the Fringe Pats? Yeah, oh, there you go. Oh, no, 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 no. No. <laughs> oh, I saw J. I saw JP at Marcon. JP's doing well. Oh, great! Last I heard, he was out in California. Is he still there? He's the one who was who's working on the uh, the Alzheimer's, uh, the Alzheimer's issues and uh, uh, drugs they're using and that kind of stuff. <laughs> yeah, um, he, he he's a big fan of Burning Man. Yeah, he's I think he's on staff there. We had people from Burning Man come down, look at the TriTac games and the stuff we do, and say that we, we follow like 80% of the guidelines for companies that do the Burning Man kind of thing. You know, we're nice to gamers, we give people stuff, we're fair, we have low prices on major RPGs, that kind of thing. Hmm. Mm. It's kind of cute. I was very surprised at that. At Burning Man? Apparently there's, there's a whole code of ethics that they use with Burning Man, the merchants huh. and everything else. Nice. Well, in a, a related topic, Gen Con, they have opened up registration for events at Gen Con. If you go online and look for Fringeworthy and Hardwire Hinterland and Bureau 13, there are some sessions being run. I'm running three. Unfortunately, they're currently all sold out. But that doesn't mean that you can't show up with some generic tickets and find a place for you at the table. I always tell them that I'm, I'm going to do six people, but I'll do more, I know, up to eight. So if you want to play one of these games and you didn't get in, doesn't mean you can't try. Any advancement on what you've been able to do, Trav? Well, unfortunately, TriTac officially won't be at Gen Con because of the, the prices. You mean they're not going to have a booth? No, we will not have a booth. I consider my participation to be uh, official TriTac presence, uh, Richard. However, we will provide some official TriTac prizes and some other stuff. We, we, are, we are going to be at the end of North American NASFIC, the basically the U.S. World Science Fiction Convention. It's the convention that takes place in the United States when the World Science Fiction Convention occurs outside this country. And for the first time since 1958, it's in Detroit. Maybe the last time until 2000 or 2009 or 2090. But. Oh, you mean DETCON? Yep, DETCON. Yeah, I'll, I, I'll be there for that, yeah. Yeah, well, Richard, are you going to do a uh, Rogue 417 uh, LARP? You got the locations for it. Yeah, we could do a LARP in Detroit and get shot. Oof. Now, now. I thought it was all being turned into green space. You're supposed to be a nice, friendly city now. Uh, yeah, 
two miles away, you can see the burned out buildings. Right. Well, that's where you'd have your LARP. Sure. Thinking of getting the uh, bits and pieces for Rogue uh, Rogue Four Seventeen Two out of uh, Detroit, much like the Eradicator provided a lot of uh, great pictures. <laughs> so, hey, Rich, let me ask you this: How close are you to um, Grand Rapids? Grand Rapids is about uh, eighty miles. That's not that bad. Yeah, he's on the wrong side of Michigan for it. Sorry, because there's a there's a convention that they have there. It's a newer convention, and I'm friendly with the guys there. And they um, it's called, it's called uh, Grand Con. I know about Grand Con. I would love to get in. I think I just missed getting in this year. They really want me to come out and, and represent as as uh, part of the uh, the other thing that I do. So maybe next year we can we can arrange that because I can't make it this year. There's no way I don't have the money for it right th- this time around. But maybe next year we can make a show of it there. It's in September. I think uh, we we'll see. We're in October we'll be locally again at Conclave, and then that'll be it probably for the year, unless we end up by some miracle going to WindyCon in Chicago. Well, back to GenCon. I'm running. Was it again, uh, Peter? Huh? Your adventure. I'm running your adventure. Right, yeah. Deutschland Uberalis. Deutschland Uberalis, yes. I'm going to be running that, and I'm also, uh, say, going to be running a Hardwater Hinterland and a Bureau 13. And it's going to be a challenge for me because I've never formally written up the two adventures I'm doing. So that's what I'm going to be doing when I'm at Boy Scout camp right after the 4th. Every year I've been going to Boy Scout camp, and I spend the entire week writing up the adventures I'm doing at Gen Con. Well, at least with mine, yours is all written up. Yes, I just have to basically get into your head for all the details that you don't. Because <laughs> you wrote the adventure, therefore I didn't write the adventure. Right, right. So I'm going to have to get in there. So that a lot of studying is going to have to go on. Because I really enjoyed playing it when you ran it. It'll be interesting to see where they go with it. Because there's several places where you could make key decisions, and especially at the end, especially the ending. It's always fun to see what they do at the end. Right. Trav, did you find out anything about your stuff? I'm on my EOGM dashboard, and it still says these events have been submitted to Gen Con for review. So that means that they will probably become available online so they can be purchased later on. People who are going to be purchasing it are people who haven't bought something else already. So that's unfortunate. Okay, so I'll be bringing my stuff to run the games. It's just I won't be finding out until I look in the program. No, no, it, it'll probably be online because it, it, these things are going to be available for purchase until they close down the registration. And I don't know when they close down event registration. Well, they're definitely going to let you run them, Trav. I've never seen them not do that. This is Bruce Sheffer saying there are a million, million worlds out there, so go explore them. This is John Ryer saying keep your powder dry and keep those cards and letters coming in. When you remove the pin, Mr. Grenade is no longer your friend. And this is Trav. There's a reason why it's called gaming. It's for having fun. Yo, brothers. This was the Tri-Tech Games Podcast. You know the drill. It's protected under the Creative Commons License 3.0. No commercial reproduction. No derivatives. And sucker, you best attribute this to the folks at Tri-Tech Games. And if you don't, we'll be after your sorry butts, because we're some bad mothers.
Hi, this is Trav of the Travcast, Hour 3 of Blind Wolf's Rubber Room Association on DementiaRadio.org, Tuesdays, 8 to 9 p.m. Eastern.